And this is Randy's number one Andy A song rifle of comedy Got the tablet handy Andy Klein, Mr. On Time Slinging punchlines from the cut Walk at a straight line Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller Crowd killer, say holla He's probably not here Out trying to raise his daughter So we'll just tune in to 3SPN Keep the sock puppet nation Let the party begin Pop Pop, Petey Romain, top of the list J.L. Chadwick, the black eye who tips Might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit Might be just trying to help you get a Nice pretty young bitch You have an opinion, let's hear it do it proper The world may suck, but I like it, I want you Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet If you're dropping our names Now let's come together, there's nothing else to say Let's start the show, Randolph hit him with the Hey, what's happening everybody? Randolph Harris I'm Andy Klein. And I am Frankie French. This sounds weird, I know. I can't hear the I can't hear the theme. <laughs> so I'm just jumping in. <laughs> the Chad theme. Welcome back, three guys on. Happy Thursday. I hope you guys are hope you guys have bought your tickets to go see me tonight with Frankie opening at the Draft House in DC, DraftHouseComedy.com. I hope you've already gone to that and taken care of that. Also, today's the seventh anniversary of the podcast. January twelfth, twenty ten is our first episode's air date. So uh hey, yeah. thanks for all of you who stuck with us. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Seven's my I favorite number. So I think, I think I'm gonna take you guys off of I think I'm gonna take you guys off headphones. How does that sound? Uh not as good. Not as good? No, not as good. All right. I'm going back on the <laughs> I'm going back on the headphones. I dropped as soon as I took them off, I threw them down. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We're, we're FaceTiming with Randolph because of the snowstorm of the yeah. century. There you go. Actually, it stopped on this end. Yeah, it stopped here too. Jinx. It stopped. It was nice looking out the window watching the snow come down, but it stopped. Yeah. Did it ever pick up on y'all's end? Not really. Not really. No, we got like a dusting, the old dusting. It was fucked up here in Arlington. It was fucked up. Y'all see how I'm laid on the couch now. You see me, right? We see you, yes. (laughs) I'm laid on the couch. I feel cheated right now. I feel like I want to be laying down. I'm laying on the couch now. The queen is looking at the uh, looking at the computer. Hey, we got a car. Oh, nice. We got a new car. We got a uh, Accord. That's what I have. Is a Hunter. Can't handle an inch of snow. Do you have a 2017 Accord? No, no, I do not. Mine's then a 2011. Shut the fuck up, Frankie. No, I will not shut up. I will continue to talk about my 2011 Honda Accord that I'm Actually, very proud we have of. we have two Accords now. We have oh, a, nice. We have a 2007 Accord and a 2017 Accord. <laughs> Ten years difference. <laughs> Guess which one I'm driving. The older uh, one, the 2007, I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, I told you that the 2017 is going to be Ava's first car in about, <laughs> Probably, in yeah. about seven that years is, when she starts that driving. It's going to be her first car, yeah. It's going to be uh, right on time, too. Yeah, yeah, she'll be turning 16. That car will be getting a little bit older, seven years old, which is not that mm-hmm. old for a car. No, not even. What's the matter, girl? 
What's no, wrong? The guy calling you to set a time. Well, is it set a time? Well, then we have, an, uh, we have a maintenance guy coming by today. Oh. Today? Yeah, this is today, girl. Maintenance on the new car? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, brand new. Um, oh, by the way, uh, the manager of the car of the car dealership is a client of mine, uh, a training client of mine. He gave us a tremendous deal. That's awesome. <laughs> tremendous deal. Now, are you going to feel the pressure to hook him up with some free workouts? Oh, I've already taken care of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not even yes. a pressure. It's not even a pressure. It's going to happen. Right. right. It's not yeah. even pressure. Right. <laughs> it's just going right. to happen. It's just, and now it's just, uh, no, we'll just work out together. Yeah. <laughs> you just come on in and we'll yeah. work out together. I'll make you a black belt. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we'll just work out together. Don't even worry about it. Just give him a black, give him the Elvis black belt. Just The Elvis black belt? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Hey, uh, so thanks for the car. You're a black belt now. <laughs> You're a real yeah. martial artist. <laughs> yeah, man. So it was nice. That was over Christmas. We took care of that. Like two days after Christmas. Yeah. Took care of a new car, so there you know, people. Yeah, you so learn something about Randall. Don't really need a jet now since you got a new car. Oh no, no, no! We still need a jet. Oh no. yeah, we could use a jet. <laughs> where, where are you we guys going in the jet? What's the first? Well, destination? first of all, we can fly above the clouds when it's snowing. So oh, that's smart. Yeah. Even if just if if it's dr- getting to each other's houses for the podcast, <laughs> that makes sense. No Take shit. a jet. You just hop in a jet. <laughs> that makes know? perfect. No that sounds like shit. good use. Well, we've talked about how perhaps a, a helicopter would be better. Helicopter sounds like fun. I've always wanted to take a helicopter ride, but then, oh, I was helivacked somewhere once when I busted my head open. But you can't really enjoy that. Did not. I don't even remember that. Frankie Tales, here we go. (laughs) You busted your head open to what? (laughs) On a dresser. On a dresser as a child? No, as a relative adult. I was like, (laughs) I was about 16, something like that. Were you drunk? No, uh, I wasn't. What part of your head? Right, like right in here. Oh, so there's a lot of blood there. Yes, it was blood just, I sat up. On your scalp. Yeah, well, I sat. I cause when I fell, I immediately like jumped up, and it was a dresser that had a mirror on it. Yeah, and I just saw blood, like a thick stream of blood coming down my forehead. Yeah, yeah. And then I woke up in a helicopter. <laughs> oh, so you passed out? You know yeah. we can hear all that. Fix the fucking phone. Sorry, Jesus, you're you being doing? so aggressive. I love it. <laughs> it keeps falling. Trying to prop up, up the phone. Kind of stupid. Hold Shut on. your fuck up. Hold on a second. Oh. Hold on, we're gonna fix it. We're yeah, fixing yeah. it. How can we not be prepared for the second podcast that we record? I know. The first the one, first one we got hitch. through perfectly. There we go. I got it. it. It's up. There we go. Dunsies. Put it right here. Oh, that's smart. Put it right there. Now we're ready to go. Put it here? Yeah, just lean it up against that. Boom. Done. You are all propped up. So I, uh, my wife and I went to... Um, for her birthday, we went and had dinner. Then we went to see uh, a show at the new MGM Casino. We had dinner at this place in uh, at the National Harbor. All right, we were sat near the bathroom. Not not in the new MGM. No, no, we, we couldn't have, get a we reservation. We couldn't get a reservation okay. in the hotel uh, because every, everything's you know booked up. It was brand new. So right, yeah. At the National Harbor, we went to this, this restaurant, and uh, we were sat near the bathrooms. And uh, there's a line. There's a wall of like you know kind of mirrors where we were sitting. And there's the men's room. There's the ladies' room. I went into the men's room. Um, and I walk up to the urinal, and I realize it's a two-way mirror. I, what? I'm facing the dining room, and I can see the whole dining room <laughs> while I'm at the urinal. No. 
Which I'm like, can they see me? Like, I didn't really look at the mirrors. <laughs> like, was, they, what's going on? So, luckily, I'm not like I, I know some guys are shy. Like they they can't even go when there's another guy in the right, bathroom. Right. Yeah. So. Well, big big dick Andy is of yeah, course not. I'm not shy <laughs> at all. Yeah, tell I, you that shit. I Instagrammed <laughs> the whole thing. Shit. I Snapchatted it. <laughs> so I'm just staring out to this dining room. I'm, I'm watching my wife check her phone because we're sitting right next to the bathroom. <laughs> As I'm pissing, like I'm like this is that's crazy because I hadn't even really quite noticed the mirrors. I noticed it, so I came back to my seat and I look back. I'm like, oh, those are mirrors. I thought they were some kind of like frosted glass because bathrooms right. have that. They're just mirrors. Could you see in? No, you couldn't see in the bathroom. The lights in the bathroom were very <gasps> dim, and the lights in the dining room were, were bright. So they they set it up so you can't see in because the kitchen also had a couple mirrors. But the kitchen lights were bright. You guys right see, to see in there, into the kitchen, which means you know that these mirrors are two-way mirrors. Oh, that's terrifying. So, uh, so then I'm just like sitting there with my wife. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, the mirrors behind us. That's the urinals, and she's. I'm like, don't look, because some guy's gonna see you looking. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look. Don't. She's like, what do you mean? Like, what if I want to go fix my hair? I'm like, don't fix your hair. Right, don't, don't fix your hair in that mirror. Don't. Yeah, not so, in that mirror. Don't pick your nose in that yeah. mirror. So now don't, she wants to go fix her hair. Don't look and see if you got anything inside your teeth in that mirror. Yeah, don't do you're face to face, like you're six inches away, face to face with someone who's pissing. That's so weird. So I, th- we were joking. Like I was telling you, you should walk up there and start waving <laughs> and start like talking. Like, well, next time we see someone go in there, Can you hear me? Yeah, there's two urinals. There's only two urinals, and so both of them are facing the right. dining room. That's got. I mean, I don't know what. Because the women's room doesn't have that. Thank God. They don't have Well, the of course not. Women don't get into shit like that. Yeah. That's man shit. It's, I, I didn't understand what the motivation was for having that. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, I'm pissing and I'm looking and they can't see me. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah that's the exact shit. motivation in that that's voice. That's man shit, dude. But the, I'm trying to tell you. That's man the shit. The first instinct was not they can't see me. The first instinct was... Can they see me? Like, because like, I, I don't know. I didn't check out the other side of the mirror first. Like, I don't know when I walk so in, I'm going to so be weird. able to see a dining room full of people eating their that food. That is so funny. And and waitstaff running around. In right. It. I'm literally watching my wife check her phone. Like, I could have walked out and told her. You what see she her was lean doing. to the side and crack one off real quick. <laughs> right. You come back and just like, whoo. Yeah. Like, uh, excuse me. Uh, I saw that. <laughs> So I don't even get, I don't know why, I'm sure they get complaints about that. I don't know why you would do that uh, for a men's That's room. Weird. But you're literally like pissing, looking out a window. There's a bathroom in some somewhere, and it's not, I don't think it's in the U.S., I'm almost 99% sure, but there's a two-way mirror between the men's and the ladies' room at the sink. Really? Yeah. So who can see? Both. Oh, Everyone state. can see in and out at oh. each other. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, yeah. I was like, why would you do that? That sounds like a it's, horrible idea. It's supposed to be for privacy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The bathrooms aren't, however they have it set up, it's just at the sink. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the bathrooms are probably, I guess, maybe off to the side or whatever, but still. Well, that's, yeah, but, that's yeah. right up there with the community bathroom, which is never a good idea. It's like the unisex. Oh, both men and women can go in here. Really? Is that what you want to do? Because it's not a good idea. And beyond beyond the the people fucking in the bathroom, beyond that, it's just that the disgust level is so high. Women are, are shit pig are we, monsters in the bathroom. Why are we yeah, doing are. this? Ugh. On both sides. It's just, why are we doing this? We don't need to be amongst each other. Women have their own little disgusting shit, and men have their own little disgusting shit, and never the twain need to meet. No, like, right. Say it like that. 
Right, you should, yeah, and you definitely don't want a window into it. No. So right. I don't even know the disgusting shit y'all do in the bathroom, and you, you don't definitely wanna don't want to know the disgusting shit we do in ours. Yeah. So I try to so just get in it and out of idea. it without getting anyone's piss or blood on me. That's all I yeah. try to do. There's, there's a lot of blood in well, the that's, bathroom. That's what the fuck <laughs> we do. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we do. We don't have the same blood issue. <laughs> I don't yeah, you shouldn't just have random blood in the men's bathroom. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the men's bathroom, everything is wet. Yeah. Everything uh, is wet. It's the same Shit in the woman's dri- bathroom. Water is dripping from the ceiling, oh, and everything is wet. Uh, women for have, no uh, reason. Would you say it's wet, or would you say it's wet? moist? Women, women have. <laughs> it, it's the walls are moist, but the wetness uh, is coming. Like it's like fucking stalag, stalactites and stalagmites. ceiling. Like what's happening in here? Why is everything wet? Everything That's is terrible. Wet. The women's room it's has uh, has furniture. Women sometimes have, like, couches and shit. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Women get bathrooms couches. that do women have sofas and shades. They get like a couch. They get like a room with a couch. Sometimes, in it and then, like another room. Yeah, that's sometimes. It's not all the time. <laughs> yeah, but it's zero percent of the time for men. Really, you guys never get yeah. that? No, never. No, really, not even ever. in like upscale. No, ever. Really, no. That's... there's only been one time I've seen anything remotely like that that I talk about on stage. Is I was at a I was I went to take a uh, a certification course at a at an upscale gym, and that gym when you went in the bathroom, even in the men's room, they had like a you go into the men's room and they had a lounge area. With with a television that was playing Fox for whatever reason, Fox News, and you go past that room into the showers and the toilet and all that. Oh wow! And That's there was weird. a naked there was a naked man sitting on the couch watching television. Oh, now that no one you mean you completely you nude. To guess, yeah, oh yeah. Do you want to guess the race of this naked it was man? Um, of course, just a he? naked ass. <laughs> Old, old white man. Oh, gross. <laughs> He's tainting the couch. Sitting on a Literally putting couch, his taint yeah. on. Sitting on a leather couch, <laughs> watching news with his legs crossed. And his dick Naked. Out. Picking his toenails. Oh, no. He did cheat. No, no, no. That's Watching Fox no, News. No, that's That's punishable. kind of shit that goes on in men's bathrooms. That's, well, I mean, the same thing goes at on the in, in the gym. <laughs> at, like, you just see random naked women. And it's all women. Just naked walking around yeah like right next to you leg on the bench and you're like it'd be great if you could get your vagina out of my face right i don't have a problem with you being a woman and having a vagina but i'm gonna need you to put your leg down when you put your lotion on yeah it's uh it's your personal space it's a no vagina zone oh this right here no vagina zone yeah yeah Yeah. and that's men are just Men are just, just old men. It's always old men. When I worked at Popeyes, what's, what's well, you get to a certain age where you just don't give a shit. Years yeah. ago, when I worked what's at Popeyes, what's also cute is the young guy who walks around out of the shower with a towel all wrapped around him. It's kind of cute. Yeah, like he's a young dude and he doesn't want nobody looking at him. <laughs> don't see my business. I, I am a I am a walk through the weight room, walk through the shower room, drying myself. Guy, I'm in a rush. So I don't wrap myself up. I just walk through drying myself. I start driving. And I'm, I'm, I'm that dude. Walk through. Well, see, that's fine. That makes sense. But when you're standing right next just to someone, and drying. get your giblets. Like, yeah. keep your giblets and your bits to yourself. See, for me, I don't go to the gym. But for me, I think I think I'd be the I'll just shower when I get home guy. Bing. You know? Like, just... well, that hap- that happens. But that's that's the thing of you. You have to know you're going home. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like a lot yeah. of guys are coming. Like I'm going to. This is the first part of my day. Yeah. Or this is the middle of my day. 
And then some dudes are just like, well, I worked out. I got to take a shower now. Yeah. I'm like, you could go home. Right. You, you could, could go home and shower. How far you away do you live home. from this gym? You, know? <laughs> you nasty fucker. You could go home. <laughs> you know. When I was in high school and, then, and I worked at Popeye's, yeah. the women's bathroom was always dirtier. Oh, God. Always, yeah. always dirtier. Yeah, I could see that. Women, women are, are disgusting pig monsters in the we bathroom. Had to, we had to clean the bathrooms. It was a nightmare. Yeah, if you've worked any place where you have to clean bathrooms, you know that. Yeah. Women's rooms are always They're worse. Just disgusting. Or I yeah. guess as far as people who go to Popeye's. That's the sample size here. Which is which? Yeah, which is everybody in America? Yeah, pretty the, much. The women who go to Popeyes are dirtier in the bathroom than the men who go to Popeyes. Which, by the way, I sent a shout out to Popeyes on Twitter. I was like, I don't know, you want some advertising? Three guys on, you need to come on with it. No, I want some Popeyes. Good <laughs> right. job, we guys. We shout y'all loud. Do you all get Cajun Sparkle? Let me tell you something. Oh, I've never I put had a, that. I put a tweet up the other day. I was listening. Is it like a during Christmas? Yeah. During the Christmas break, I was listening to Zoe and I was eating Popeyes at the same time. And uh, I put that tweet up, and Zoe, and Zoe tweeted back at me. He was like, "Nah, I want some Popeyes." Yeah. <laughs> so Frankie has never had Cajun Sparkle. Oh my God! Yeah. I know. Okay, I feel Next time as you go, bad as I can possibly ask you have for to go Cajun drive Sparkle. Ask for Cajun Sparkle. They'll give you a look like, "How did you know?" It's a, it's like a secret. Is it? It's a little yes. seasoning packet. You sprinkle it on your chicken as you eat it. Uh, you can do it on fries, onion rings, it's whatever. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. It changes everything. It's a game changer. Okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's a life changer. I am doing yeah. that now. Cajun, Cajun Sparkle. Cajun Sparkle. Is real. We didn't have any more emails. Did you get one while we were doing this? No, we didn't get any more. I had to put the pictures up usually as I'm doing, which I'm going to do at the end of this podcast. But Perfect. Well, you guys are going to have to tweet and text me pictures of yourself. Oh, uh, we could use pictures I'm, from last time Frankie was on and see if people notice. I'm going to take care of No, you're going to text me new pictures. And I'm going <laughs> to take, take care a picture of, of me let's, now. Let's talk about you. I can't because I'm, I can't do anything with my phone because it's on. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, and I can't take a picture on either. This so afterwards, yeah. okay. let's talk about Trump's new health care tapper thinking that birth control causes miscarriages. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. With with Trump's presidency, every day when you get up in the morning, you're going to have to, wherever you take your news, whether it's phone or television or something, the first thing you have to do when you get up in the morning is go, what the fuck did this guy do? That's going to be – and now it's beyond because of people he's trying to install. It's beyond just Donald Trump. It's going to be what did they do? Right. What do you think is going to happen seriously in this administration? Like, what do you- the world is going to end? It's going <laughs> to be dysfunction. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of yeah. dysfunction. Do you, do you think he's going to go the uh, entire? Do you fort- remember in Ghostbusters when they say cats and dogs living together? It's going to be that. <laughs> do you think that he's going to make it the full four? Like, do you, you think he'll? No, I don't no. think so. Yeah. No, there's no possible way. He That's what my daughter said. He doesn't because he doesn't want the job. Yeah. That, that's exactly, Bella said this verbatim. She goes, Mommy, I don't think Trump's going to make it a whole year. And I was like, Really? She goes, Yeah, I think he's going to get impeached before then. Now, everyone listening, mind you, she's 11. <laughs> and then, she, then she's, she goes, Did you see him when he found out he won? Like, I don't think he even wanted the job. She's like, I think he just ran as a joke. And then once he got it, she's like, I don't think he wants to be in office, Mommy. I was like, You know what? 
I think you're pretty smart. Well, the thing is, he could, he doesn't need impeachment. For, he could just resign, but I don't think he'll yeah. do that. I don't think there's any way he. So resign. he's not going to walk away. He but. will. He will do that if it looks like impeachment is real. Yes. Then he'll resign. Right. Agreed. If if, if, if like, he okay, has I'm a way to save face, like he needs everything to be his idea. Right. So if he has a way to sort of save face and say, I'm like Sarah Palin when she quit her job, she had some d- dumb explanation. Like, I I realized that I was more effective. Uh, well, she Facebook. had another job lined up <laughs> yeah. for her. Yeah. On Facebook. Yeah. I was, I'm going to do a Facebook now. So <laughs> if, if he finds a way to explain it away, he could. The apprentice great. needs me bigly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he'll inv- he'll, either he'll invent a way to explain it away or Kellyanne Conway will invent it. Uh, who, right. by the way, is an evil person? She is an evil, evil person, and I'm tired of people acting like she's not. <laughs> she's an evil person, but because she's got that blonde hair and that, and they're like, oh, she's she's okay. She she says it with a she's smile. She's smart. It, really? Like, yeah. And can we define horrific. smart? Can we redefine smart? I feel like people don't know what smart means anymore. Well, smart, they do. They absolutely don't. Smart people leave. Um, insight and critical thinking out of the equation if you can sort of handle yourself well and you're articulate people think oh it's pretty smart uh, she articulates well she handles right. herself well right. she's composed she's not uh she's the anti-trump she doesn't fly off the handle weirdly but she doesn't have critical thinking i mean she's a mm-hmm. she's a tool she's a mouthpiece so she, right. maybe, maybe she's right just, maybe she's right got that critical someone's thinking. got their hand up her ass and working yeah but she's jaws. not she, her paycheck right. is about her saying these things but she doesn't seem to have a whole lot of insight. She doesn't display it, put right. it that way. So what's the difference? Right. If she has it and doesn't use it or doesn't have it. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. Right. So this week, the new administration's transition team announced a new hire, a woman who claims her birth control causes not only miscarriages, <laughs> but infertility and abortions. This what? woman's name is Katie Talento. And by the way, I said causes abortions. <laughs> I'm assuming right. it causes you to get an abortion. I don't know. Well, I've heard that. No, I've heard that uh, birth control, heard that, like certain some nonsense. kinds of birth control, they prevent the egg from fertilizing. So people, yeah. in their twisted way, classify that as like the Plan B pill is an abortion. Yeah, saying? as an as a as That's a chemical ridiculous. abortion, essentially. Right. Uh, so okay. It's not really true, well, but whatever. Yeah, she will serve on Trump's domestic policy council, specializing in health care policy. Oh, because that's who you want. In, that's, that's perfect. Who you want working on health care <laughs> is someone who thinks their birth control causes miscarriages, infertility, oh, and abortions. Right. She's out of her fucking mind. In writing in the Federalist in January two in two thousand fifteen, uh, Talento linked birth control to abortion and disease and miscarriage. Her first piece. This is her first piece. Number one with a bullet out the gate. Here's the thing. When you're writing your first piece for something, that's the one you want to you want to establish who the fuck you right, are. Right, exactly. Get a baseline. Yeah. And, and here's what she chose: Ladies, is birth control the mother of all mal- medical malpractice? What? Uh, answer that's no. The, End of article. That's right. The first thing she chose, <laughs> and blames the fact that fewer women. Men and especially children enjoy the stability, prosperity, and human flourishing that marriage between biological parents provides with reproductive freedom. That's the agenda what? because uh, birth right. control it it prevents miscarriages and abortions because it prevents pregnancy. Pregnancy, right? But it also prevents uh, this. What she wants is which is the nuclear family. Yeah. So because if you control, if you're a woman and you have birth control, you now 
don't have to be married. Yeah, and you don't have to raise a fa- you don't have to live in that picket fence life. <sighs> and so you get to have more choices and not have a kid when you don't want a kid. I'm going to send her to talk to Bella. Bella will get her straight. <laughs> she goes on to suggest that birth control and IUDs can cause a woman to become infertile. No, they can't. That's, I've and addresses her that. late. I don't have my mic, so I can't get my Randolph Terrence under my breath speak, but right. okay. <laughs> addresses her ladies once more to conclude. Ladies, did your doctor tell you all the facts before writing the prescription? Yes, they did. Did she tell you that the, the safer, lower-dose products could potentially lead to miscarriage of, all, of already conceived embryos? They probably did, if that's a real medical thing. But since it's coming out of your mouth, I'm going to We're going to go with no, that's I, not real. Well, either way, uh, <laughs> you are allowed to end the pregnancy. It's legal, right. even if it's a fertilized But before embryo. you get birth control, and I'm speaking as a woman that has gotten birth control, <laughs> they actually do blood tests... And yes. to make sure that you're not pregnant, right? Before yeah. they, pre- they, you know what I mean. Run, now, if yeah. you get they pregnant, run a list of they throw a list of things. Yeah. You. Now, if you get pregnant between the time that you get the prescription, fill it, and take it. Yeah. Well, you know you then. <laughs> right. Okay. Did she, t- did she here? You know what? Here's the funny thing that caught me, where she said, "Did your doctor tell you all the facts before writing that prescription?" But then she says. Did she tell you that the longer you stay on the pill, the more likely you are to ruin your uterus for baby hosting altogether? What? First of all, that's a, that's a lie. Secondly, the pronoun she caught my attention in that sentence. What should she assume that the gynecologist was it's a, a woman. she? Yeah. Well, yeah. She I'm not even. I'm not, putting aside anything sexist or anything you talk about. Aren't most gynecologists men? Am I missing something? I'm but, not a woman, so I don't. I don't. But I know. think if you say he, it makes the same assumption. So a lot of people push back with the she. She could have said he or she or. Do they. you think that's why she did that? I don't know if that's why she. Did I would. It, I probably would have said if I was thinking it through. I would have said they. Yeah, did I would have said they too. Some, yeah. Pill. She's she's trying to backdoor this into some weird a woman is coming against you or some shit like that. That's what she's trying to do, fucking bitch. Like necromancer <laughs> people and they're thinking <laughs> Right. This bitch wants your eggs. <laughs> is this the freedom and peace of mind you were seeking when you popped that first pill? Oh yes. god. Who is this person? Just asking. <laughs> and he's putting her on a council. Some, what's her name? Can we Trump? send her a memo that sometimes her women actually do enjoy sex? That's a real Katie thing. Talent, Katie Talento, <laughs> and you will not change her mind. Do you know the last person I want to be in bed with is somebody like this? That's the absolute last person <laughs> I want to be I'm in bed with. I'm guaranteeing she's like never this. had an orgasm, not even I don't understand women. Like, I don't happened. understand women who have that mentality. I'm like, you're just being fucked. That's what you want? <sighs> You're just gonna lay there and take it. That's okay. No, no, that's what God wants. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you, that's, Andy. That's <laughs> that's where she's coming from. It's all all of this is the the under the undercurrent is is religion pleasing the Lord, oh, and God. He wants you to have. And you're not supposed to derive pleasure from sex. Well, no, sex is for babies, not, and He wants you Frankie. to have babies and not end <laughs> pregnancies, and He wants you. Guess to... Guess what? Uh, <laughs> Me and JC need to have a little convo. Because <laughs> guess God what? Frankie ain't doing. God don't God don't want this. If God didn't want this, he would have made it feel un uncomfortable. There would be no clitoris. But there just would be the yeah. clitoris would just be gone. <laughs> it would it, it serves no other real it would just be gone. Okay, clitoris gone. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt, but it would be uncomfortable. <laughs> God don't want this. 
Come on, man. Also, if God <laughs> wanted you to have just to kiss, spit out babies, he would have made that feel great. Right. right. Exactly. Like, he would have made that part, like, right. the organ. Like, I can't wait yeah. to, to... Oh, my God, I can't wait to have this. Yeah, I can't wait to have this. It's going to be so good. I'm going to have this baby. Yeah, worst pain imaginable. He'll make it worst feel pain. Right. It would feel like a right. like heroin if if he wanted. Yeah, it does to not babies. feel like heroin. They I was in hooked. I was in addicted. labor for five days you'd straight. Become, right. You become a baby junkie. Right. You would just start right. having babies left and right. Like, <laughs> hey, knock me up. Mine, I don't think it hurt that much of mine because they immediately went to the epidural. <laughs> so. Yeah, see, I, we I was just, at 24 weeks. We were weeks. just looking at each other like, you feel anything? No. <laughs> like, okay. Once I got the epidural, it was great. But before then, <laughs> yeah. I was at 24 weeks, so they were trying to keep Bella inside. Because you're supposed yeah, to go I'm to 40 sure. weeks, so. Yeah. Oh, she wanted to, she wanted to come out her own. She oh, was did you, done. Did you go she on the bed rest? I was on. I was in the hospital for four of the six months I was pregnant. Jesus. Yeah, that, that yeah it was rest. not yeah. awesome. And I lost, like, 60 pounds. Like, I was, like, yeah. it was bad, bad, bad. Yeah, you had that. Had that uh, prenatal diet. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that that prenatal. This shit's not going good. Diet. Yep, that's exactly what I had. I was. Yeah, it was not awesome. I'm telling you, dude. Every day we get up in the morning, we're gonna look at the phone and be like, "Now what happened?" He's such an idiot. Let's talk about this. Uh, the dude. We can't play the video because of the way we're set up today. Is this Bo Bice, you're talking about. Bo Bice. He cried in the video. This fucking bitch. Speaking of Popeyes, <laughs> uh, Bo yeah, Bice went to Popeyes. And personally, um, again, if you're going to give me Cajun Sparkle, you can insult me all you want. Yeah, he uh, wasn't even being insulted. He felt but insulted. Okay. Yeah. So I, mi- I missed <laughs> this. All right, the, the Bo Bice, remember the American Idol guy? It's years, four, five, six years ago, he was an American Idol. He had long hair. He was right. like a country rocker guy. Yes, I do. Yeah, and I remember him. Now he's got short hair. He still sings. Like he's okay. still a musician, but he doesn't really look like the guy from American Idol. It's okay. actually like if you were to to look at him, put side by side pictures, even two you'd different say, people, like, different people. But he's yeah. still out there and still in the public eye. So, and he's in Atlanta. I think he, this happened in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, where a lot of black people live. Yeah. <laughs> by the way. So Bo Bice is a name you may not have heard in season four of American Idols. He goes back a long time, actually. Um, He's got a short, spiky do now. Uh, Bice, it turns out, alleges he's a recent recipient of racism. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Bice told Atlanta Fox 5 that at Popeye's in the Hartsfield-Jackson Airport on Friday, uh, one, quote, one of the three young ladies behind the counter said, he's already got this, that white boy over there. Wait, what? So they're trying to like probably determine whose bag is this. Like, oh no, he got he got his. Is this is for that white boy over there? Right. Okay. That's how I interpreted that. Right. That's um, exactly how I took it. And that's the story. I'll give you a moment to let that settle in. Bice did not <laughs> elaborate on his experience inside the store. From there, he did not share more anecdotes about racism. That white boy is where it started and ended. <laughs> it's his white hill to die on. I think he. <laughs> I think he got his chicken. Bice incensed at being referred to racially. Can you imagine? Oh, and you're a person of color and you can and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so he went to Facebook, basically. He went to Facebook after that. Um, And he cries? Well, he followed up with screenshots of the post. He had a post explaining what happened. Like, guys, 
get this. Uh, and so he followed up the screenshots of that post with a reference to Popeye's racist employees and a rant decrying the racist double standards of the communist media platform that is Facebook. Shut <laughs> everything down right now. The post has been taken down. But he t- I'm gonna I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say he's a Trump supporter. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he should be limb. playing the inauguration. This is perfect. Oh, great timing yeah. Yeah. for him, yeah. They have openings. Um, <laughs> Several. He also tagged Fox Five, who picked up this this is how the story got to the news. He went on Facebook and was like, Oh my god, guys, I was a victim of racism. Tag Atlanta Fox Five. Shut up. And he tagged Fox Five, which picked up the story and broadcast him saying things like, I don't care if you're Bo Bice. Bo Jackson or Bo Diddley. When you're walking through that airport, <laughs> you should be shut up. Because him and Bo Diddley's names are synonymous. What about Bo Derek? Exactly Derek? right. What if you're Bo Derek though? Is he sexist? Um, you sh- when you walk into that airport, you should be treated the same. And when you're, you're given your money to an establishment, you should be treated the same as anybody. Imagine if Bo Bice had to actually endure the treatment of black people. Endure, yeah, of course. Um, Quote, if the tables had been turned and I had used something and been as insensitive as to say something like that. This is always the angle. If I was to say that, black boy, uh, you're talking about I would be boycotted. There would be people not buying my albums. Already are, is anyone buying your album now? No, I don't people are think. actively not buying his album. <laughs> there would be people coming and picketing at my shows and everything else. He has shows? Uh, so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, at the end of the segment, Bice cried for having to go on TV, quote, come down a notch and look at, and look like a pretty, a petty little brat by tweeting and Facebooking this just to open up dialogue. Well, I mean, the word I would apply to him would start with B, but it wouldn't be brat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he, this is classic, too. He goes, I'm just trying to open up a dialogue so we can have an adult conversation. About what? Everybody always couches this. I'm just trying to have a conversation. Just trying to have a dialogue. No, you're not. You're calling Facebook a communist media uh, empire or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. After the broadcast, Bice took to Facebook again to respond to the social media backlash he received and to underline how his situation is a barometer for the, quote, problem with race relations going on in our society. He also explained that his tears with, with an anecdote <laughs> that begins, I began to cry and got emotional because I told a story of buying a Build-A-Bear for a young girl uh, for Christmas this year in Birmingham, who was black. Okay. <laughs> you know, first of all, okay, and you just lied. You're going to hell now. Well, he might have bought a Build-A-Bear for a girl, but that doesn't mean anything. That means nothing. Who yeah. was black. Well, it, it, yeah, sure. I mean, from <laughs> other stuff I read about him, he's pretty charitable, and he's you know he's a nice guy, quote-unquote, but that doesn't mean he's an authority on this. Right. Look at, look at, that, look at that last paragraph. Bice claims in his most recent Facebook post that the woman who called him white, Bice says her name, Bice says her name is Shawana, wasn't fired, and the reason she wasn't fired is because I asked Eden Hunter, I asked Eden Hunter her manager, not to do so. Like he has so the ability. So he was. He gave out. He gave out his his white his. He extended some of his white privilege onto her. Yeah. And asked her not to be fired. Okay. Here's here's what this it's tells me about Bo But if it was such an injustice, do you understand what I'm saying? If it was it's such yeah an injustice, why would you? Right. Because he's the, he's the high. He, he went high. Oh. You know okay. Pop. She got went it. low. low. And he, and he went, went high. Oh, got it. Yeah. Here's what's telling me about Bo Bice. Bo Bice knows no black people. He knows no black people. He's never played sports with black people. He's never been around black people. He knows no black people. 
Right. Because if you are around black people, you and you are white, you have been called the white, white, boy. white yeah. boy, white guy. Right. Yeah. White dude. <laughs> something, right. something involving white many times. And you understand. The white warrior. It is, it is the white warrior. Of course. The, <laughs> the white, white warrior. warrior. <laughs> you understand that it is being used as a descriptive thing. Yeah. Right. It's the same. It would be the same as the guy in the red shirt. <laughs> right. Same. Yes shit it's the same shit you know what's really funny about this is that bo bice is, is a and i'm going out on a limb saying this as a trump supporter he's one of these people who complains about the pc environment right i'm um, his be one name of the is terrible it is a terrible, terrible, terrible. Bo Bice. Oh. I, you know what's funny? I put this Bice, story Bice, up Bo and, Bice, Bo Bice. <laughs> I feel like I'm playing the name game when I say B his name. Bice, Bo right. Bice. That's what it feels like. It's Bice, the name game. Bice, Bo Bice. <laughs> Bice. You know, it's fucking horrible. I put this thing up. Vanilla and Bice. A, a, and a comedy club owner that we all know reached out and <sighs> put a comment on saying, uh, well, they should all be fired, including the manager. And I didn't even respond back because I was like, it's fucking, are you serious with this bullshit? Because this is nothing on the grand scheme of things. This is this. Tell me afterwards who this was. White Um, tears. Well, you know, this is like comics have bits about the, the, the reverse of this. Aaron Jackson has a good bit about how white people are always like nervous to say, great bit. to great bit identify it. someone as black. So, so the guy in the hat, <laughs> you know, over there. Oh, you mean the black guy? Yeah. The yeah. one wearing with clothes. The, with the do-rag. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like, not only do I not see color, I don't black say bitch. color. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't see color. I don't say color. I don't think color. And so the, the, there's an overcompensation by a lot of white people to that. And then, when they don't receive that overcompensation back, they're like, hey, wait a minute. I, d- I don't say that black guy over there, but you can. Right, you can. Exactly, you, you can. can. If I'm wearing yeah, a Popeyes and someone's like, hey, who's, who's, whose food is this? Right, right. oh, it's hey, the black I'm, girl right I'm there. The black okay, dude. cool, thank you, yes. Yeah. It's always black guy. <laughs> no, no, not her, dude. the black guy over there. Yeah. Right, and I'm going to go, ooh, mine, bet. Thank yeah. you so yeah, much. Yeah, me. You got me. Bring it yeah. over here. Now, <laughs> Did you put my Cajun sparkle in it? Yeah, exactly. And so there's, but again, if you have a comfort level where that's how people talk, Right. Then there's right. no problem. And he has no comfort but level. But he's a Popeye. You know what? He's a Popeye's at the airport. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's not he might not be regularly around uh the Popeye's. What staff. airport was he in? Somewhere. I think he was in was he was in Atlanta. I think Wasn't he was in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. A lot of black people. There should be a lot of black people there. But he's <laughs> around black people all the time. If he, if he lives in Atlanta, he should be around black people all the time. I'm assuming Maybe, you live no, trust Atlanta. me, you can avoid black people you <laughs> if you yeah. want to, is, no matter where you live. Yeah. First of all, you see us coming. Right. You can stay completely <laughs> away from black folks. So yeah. you just go the other way because you see us coming. <laughs> he actually you know? literally cried. I mean, this is his. He cried. He this is his. Cried. Uh, this is his victim story. This is white people nonsense. A lot of people, Can I just say that? This is white people nonsense. Yeah, a lot of yeah. white people have their victim story. I had to endure racism too once, and I got over it. I will punch you in the fucking balls. Yeah. I will excuse my language <laughs> right in the balls. But that's the... It, it always comes from a moment like this. Where it's like, one time, like this guy like identified me correctly by how I look. And, you know, like, I'm just... I can't believe it. I can't believe the... Because I say the guy in the hat. I don't say the black guy over there. I was actually trading racism stories with this white dude. 
Oh, no. And um, just for shit's sake, it was making me laugh because his stories were just so weak. Yeah. And then finally I said, yeah, well, in kindergarten, my very first day, my teacher left the classroom and this blonde, blue-eyed white kid walks up, bent my pinky fingers backwards, spat in my face and told me to go back to Africa, N-word. Yeah. He thought I was joking. Like, he thought I embellished. I was like, no, this was yeah. literally my first day of a kindergarten. Lot of it, a lot of, <laughs> that's the response a lot of the time. It's like, no, no, like, you probably. Yeah, he literally like, goes, that, that didn't happen for real? Did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, sure you're not like, are you sure you didn't remember it wrong? Yeah. No. Are you, are you sure he didn't, yeah. he didn't say, can I be your best friend? No, that's not do you know, what he said. Do you know how many people I've told where I will be having that same discussion and I'm like, really, you think you would you like me to run down the myriad of list of things that are Right, yeah. The things that you won't believe. But, but, <laughs> the and, and, but then this just is... Just not going to believe. I know I've said this on the podcast before, but the get over it crowd, <sighs> when it happens yeah. to them, they're on the news crying. Right, those like, are the same yeah. people. Yeah. Or or they'll hold yeah. on to that same story that when I was 19 and they're like, they're 45 now and they still bring it up. They still they still yeah. bring up and they want you to get over it. The, the one thing that happened yeah, to them, Yeah, but they the can't way. get over the one time <laughs> The one time that's something yeah. well, that was uncomfortable. Right, and it's not even racism. It's, right, it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just uncomfortable just for uncomfortable. a moment. Yeah. But see, for that's the moment. thing is, is living, you know, I know just the way that I grew up. I grew up in predominantly white areas. So everywhere I went, for the most part, was predominantly white. Like when I went to school, I was literally the only black kid forever, right. all right. the way through. Which high means, which means that you live an uncomfortable existence. That and that's my, that's the point that I'm getting to. It's like so every just day for me was a daily. little awkward and uncomfortable. But then I see yeah, like my white daily. friends. I'll take them to an all you know predominantly black event. Yeah, and they're so uncomfortable. I'm like, this is right. how I feel every single day. Yeah. You're fine for these couple of hours every that we're here day. watching the show. Like yeah. it's not a big deal. We're not gonna hurt you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. you're probably safer here yeah. than in a room full right. of white dudes, drunk right. white dudes. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? you're definitely safer. If I take if I take my wife to and we go to let's say we go to see I I don't know uh, the foreign exchange and we're in there you're safe inside here because if something happens to you white girl inside here the police will come through here and rape the concert right, <laughs> are, you right. Kidding? right. are you kidding you're safe in here. This, this is the safest you're ever going to be. First of all, everybody in here thinks, oh, well, you must like this. Right. You're <laughs> exactly. That's the which other means Yeah. You yeah, like that's us. Funny. Yeah. So you're in You're here cool with you're us. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. down. <laughs> that's for right. sure. <laughs> right. So you have nothing to fear. Yeah. It's the outside where you have the fear. That's so funny <laughs> because when I am at all black events or, you know, predominantly black events and I see like the person's one white friend, the thing that goes to my mind is this exact phrase. I go, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. what's yeah, up. You know They're what cool. I never did at, a comedy, at comedy shows? It started bothering me early in my sh- in starting on comedy was when I would see the black comedian make fun of the white person who came to the black show. Mm. So I made a choice in my mind that I would never make fun of the white person who came to the black show. I would talk to them, but I would never make fun of them. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a white person, you come to a black show. First of all, white people do research on shows, so they know what they're going to see. see. Right. So that means that he has an appreciation of this. So why am I now making fun of? He didn't just fall in here on accident. Right. So now my why making? Why am I making fun of him? He wants to be here. Yeah. Or she wants to be here. I that that bothered me early on doing stand up, and then I started thinking about it more and more, and then I started, and I did a couple times on stage. And it got the response that I was looking for. It also got black people to be like, yeah, 
It's all right. <laughs> Roseanne Barr talks yeah, about that on uh, Mark Maron's <sighs> What the Fuck podcast. Right. She's on there for an episode. And for the record, anyone listening, she's not a Trump supporter. A lot of people are thinking that because of what she said about comedy right. getting great if Trump got in office or something to that effect. But that's right. a different, yeah. But that's, see, comedians understand me like, yeah, I'll have shit. To talk right, about exactly. Um, she was talking. Years. She was talking about how she stumbled into Chocolate Sundays or, or is it Tuesdays at Comedy Store? Right. Chocolate Sundays. Chocolate Sundays, accidentally. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, that was some next level shit. She's right. like, they had music. I got, they let me on stage to dance. And Mark Marin goes, did you do a set? And she was like, no, they told me they didn't want to hear a white girl talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was so, like, she wasn't offended. But she probably she got well. it. Everybody, know, everybody knows her. <laughs> she but probably my, did well. Right. But my point is, she wasn't offended. She understood, like, yeah. it's not my, this isn't my spot to speak in yes, right now. It's fine. This isn't it's for funny. me. And that's fine that it's not for me. I was just talking to a young com- comedian about that last night, saying, uh, "Do you go and do black shows?" No, young female comic. I said, "Do you go to black shows?" She said, show? "No." No, oh, no, 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 no. And I was like, "Because you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. You've never had to do a black show. It's not even. Never gonna have to it's not even. Show. This is just that you don't have to. There's a literal fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, like and what's well, going to happen to me." Yeah, she definitely articulated the fear, but I was like, "You don't, you don't have to." And the fear, but you I should. said, I said, I said, but there are a lot of white comics that I know personally who do very well at black shows, and not because they cater to black people, but because they're confident. Because they're in what funny, they do. yeah. And they're funny. They're confident in what they do. And, and also, you, you, you do that. You shouldn't be, be afraid. The, the whole you're afraid to bomb. You, sh- you should get out of right. comedy. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like you might bomb anywhere. But I know yeah. the black room bomb sometimes seems harsher because <laughs> right. of because of Showtime and the Apollo <laughs> memories from the right. mid nineties right. or early nineties. Right, but, and it's louder in your face. Yeah, it doesn't. So? You don't get boo. It, that's not something that just happens. And, and that's the question that comes up. It's like, oh my god, do they like boo people there? <laughs> no. What do you think? It's a comedy show. <laughs> no, it's a comedy show. You're not do at well. the Apollo. Right. Be and funny. Do well. They don't just rant, oh, boo, get off stage. How about this? How about you don't go in talking about Transformers? You what? know what's funny about funny about that is that people still do that. When I, whenever I say don't talk about Transformers, I'm saying don't talk about anything that's nonsensical. But right. we're going to talk about something that has to do with something. Right, something that connects to humans. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Human beings. We're going to talk about something that has to do with something. I'm weird. And, you know, well, guess what? I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about how you can't connect with other human beings. I'm awkward. <laughs> I don't want to hear about how you're so awkward. awkward. I don't want to hear about how you're awkward. unless you're black and you're awkward. Then I want to hear about that. Right. <laughs> that's just that's just a difference in the sensibility of the crowd. It's like, it's like an older crowd or a younger crowd or a suburban crowd versus mm-hmm. a city crowd. There are sensibilities. Black rooms tend to not respond as much to that subtlety. Subtlety and that, like, just I'm, I'm so bad at life. <laughs> yeah. I'm bad yeah. at talking to people. Bla- why? Yeah, <laughs> we'll get your shit together, it's, man. It's, uh, yeah. They, yeah, it's like put on a show. It's like at least even you don't have to be like literally like singing and dancing. But right, right. Come prepared. Yeah. Act, look like a comedian. Act like yeah, you gave a shit like, about this. You know, that's like really you know it. What the, look like you know what the hell you're doing up there. Yeah. yeah. Look like you put some effort forth. But like, look the, like you have a beginning. Look like you have a beginning, a middle, and an end. But the, <laughs> like know. the apathetic, and there's, there's there's validity in being you know an apathetic, awkward guy too. But 
black crowds tend to not be drawn to that as much. White crowds, depending on their age, sometimes are. Older white crowds aren't either. No. Usually, but and you know, and if you go into a certain towns or certain parts of the country, they have their own sensibilities. So it's just that. that that's all. But you gotta adjust to any room you work. Yeah. Right. Unless right, you just only right. go to the rooms that have people that you already know will like you and you don't go to any other rooms and branch out. Right. But yeah. what's the point, you know? And that's a big thing. Is and then you're, you're ruining yourself, though. You're not challenging yourself. Yeah. You've just decided, oh, I'm going to just do this. Right. And, and, this, and this is what comedy is, really, right? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> not, not at all. Well, but it is because I say, oh, get the fuck out of my face, man. I, I did a show at a black room, and they said, that white boy's funny. And I just had to cry because they said white boy. <laughs> that white boy over there was fun. If you do well in the black room, someone's going to say. If you're oh, a, that white boy crazy as hell. If you're a, if yeah. you're a man, that's the highest. That's the, that's one yeah. of the highest, the highest um, uh, uh, compliments, compliments you yeah. can get. Also, uh, it's like there's a there's a baseball player, Brett Gardner. He plays for the Yankees. Yeah, and you'll hear brother say, "I'm white boy right there. It's fast." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's fucking fast. Another high he's compliment is um, stupid. You, you stupid. Yeah, you're yeah. stupid. Yeah, you're stupid. Or you're sometimes stupid. right in front of you, <laughs> turn to the person next to them. Yeah, he's stupid. He's shit. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I'm right here, stupid. guys. That, that's bigger than you, stupid. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. He, yeah. Let me tell you something. If you get a, he's stupid. Yeah. They tell they tell they especially if it's like two girls. Now they're telling a friend, yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh funny. my god, they're trying to turn That's, someone else on to your right, stupidity. Yeah, you're yeah. winning to your stupidity. Yeah. You're winning. Yeah. That and um, that and a, a thug giving you a thug some thug loving laughing. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and also. You're doing well. If you're not sure how your set went, if you didn't get any of that, but you got some laughs, uh, when you say thanks, good night, and you start walking off stage, if someone reaches out to dap you up, yeah, that's as another, you walk yeah, off stage, that's another. The, the walk off stage well. dap s- solves any problems you had during your right, set. You're yes. like, I don't know if I hit that hard, I forgot I think that. The, I, I think the ultimate is the dap during the set. I've yeah, got yeah, that. Yeah. I think I can count on my hands how many times I've gotten that one. Yeah. The dap during the set. I'm it's, like, when you get the dap during, during a set, the set, yeah, you're like, man, I'm on fire up yeah. here. <laughs> you got, yeah, you got. I don't like, think I've ever gotten on stage dap. Sorry, I didn't mean if you get on, Woo, you know, a good fire. a good opportunity for it is if you get heckled and you shut the heckler down. Yes, the heckler's yeah, kind yeah, of a few rows it, back. Yeah. Whoever's up front who loved what you did will yeah. give you the mid set dap. Nice. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna be like, you know what? I don't, re- I don't have to hear the whole set. I don't. I was gonna dap you up at the end. <laughs> but good job on that one. So comics listening yeah. to this, this is proper DAP placement. Well, actually, you're just wondering. <laughs> comics listening to this, let's define DAP. <laughs> what are they talking about? Now, can we also d- define killing it too? Could we define that too? Crushing, please? crush, murdering, crush. slaughtering, or killing. Yeah, all of it. Just, all of let's it. just define all of that. Yeah, let's just say whatever you think it is is not <laughs> right. Yeah, because I've literally been at shows while someone's performing and it's dead silent. Yeah, and I went to my phone and saw someone tweet a pic of that person Crushing during it. that. So and so is killing it right now, and I'm like, they are not. But that's, that's not a truth. Start, you need to start commenting hashtag lying. Oh, I should do. Is that hating, or is that just, well, is that within this, my no, rights? That's truth. This is what we were There's talking about. There's a fine about. line between truth and hating. It's what we were talking about before. I think on Monday's episode about are you in it for the support your your friends as your new family, or are you in it to make the scene better? And right. Supporting your friends mm-hmm. is 
we're all great. We all kill. We all crush. Oh, no, no, no. And there's no critical thinking. And so you don't even think about, well, could I have improved that set? Apparently, I got, I, I got I so many it. notifications on my phone <laughs> about how I crushed that set. So fuck that. I'm going to eat and going home. You know, I'm not going to think yeah, about my set again. That's a terrible. I, I think I'm pretty realistic. Like the show we just recently did with Ryan Connor. At the improv, yeah. I was mediocre. Like I'm not even going to front. I felt like both shows, I, was, I think I was probably a little better the second show. I think than the first one, but I felt like my performance was mediocre. Uh, I didn't get like I, I just felt like I was kind of pulling, trying to pull well, laughter here's out of I, the audience. I guess I'll break down your set while we're on the podcast. Yeah, please. Yeah, <laughs> um, sure, I'll take it. Here's what that room. First of all, the side room at the Improv can be a little flat uh, in general. Yeah, it, it, it eats it eats laughter. Yeah, there's a lot of like soundproofing the curtains and everything, so it's like there's a lot of not a lot of reverberation. There's not a lot of momentum sometimes. Um, so the gear that you were in was the big room, kill it, right. loud, <laughs> like the main room at the improv. That, right, because yeah. I did the identical set yeah. in the main room, yeah. what, like not even a week later, and, and got the best video yeah. of my entire life. And that room, the some, if you're in a small room and, you have, and you're like full of energy and your voice is super loud and you're in people's faces, right. literally getting, like to talk to them, getting in their faces. Yeah. It overpowers the crowd. They pull yeah, back. Yeah. It's too much for them. So you have to have, like when I went, I, I saw you do that and I was like, okay, I know what I have. Like, <laughs> she I, fucked it up. I know no, how to fix it. <laughs> no, it's not even that. I was like, okay, they're not responding to that. Right, yeah. They're not responding to the typical kill it energy. Right. So yeah, I went specifically yeah. more slower paced, right. laid back. Yeah. They'll come to me. It'll take a few minutes maybe. Right. And I didn't have as great a set on the late show either. But I think that crowd was just, I mean, I'll say it, they weren't, they were too dumb for me. But the early show crowd came came around and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I, because I saw what you did. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what you'll do in the future is you'll change it up during your set, like two, three yeah. bits. And you'd be like, I'm, this is too much for them. I have a friend who See, was, I need to learn that because I'm just naturally, that's just, that personality well, is not me yeah. pretending to be someone on what stage. You, yeah, what you're doing right now is just... This is what I know how to do, so I'm going to do this. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. yeah. That's all you're doing. And There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's just until you learn how to do the next level thing. It's uh, right. Take and the uh, yeah. take the the knob in your head as far as your your different like the skill sets. Uh-huh. Take the knob that's labeled thirst <laughs> and turn it down. <laughs> yeah. Turn down your thirst. Yeah. That's it exactly. That's yeah. it exactly. That's, that's fantastic. Great. The knob that's labeled thirst. Yeah, the thirst oh, was on nine. Oh my god! Can I just say that I am yeah. posting that? I, I will <laughs> mention knob. you for sure. Yeah. That's fantastic. Turn the thirst down that's, to four. Best lesson yeah. I have learned in comedy: that's turn down that's, your thirst, that's exactly. especially in a small room, an intimate setting, uh, because you can be too much. For I mean, yeah. I, I have a friend who was a very high energy comic, and <laughs> and killed it in big rooms, and then he moved to New yeah. York and uh, the all stage, these tiny rooms. The stage yeah. in New York is big enough for your feet to stand on sometimes, and right, you can't yeah. even move around, let alone work the stage. So he literally like would go on stage and and just say, "I'm gonna have one hand in my pocket the whole set, huh? Just so to I keep can just make myself casual. What I do is I lean on the mic stand. You know, I look like Bill Burr's posture on the mic stand. Tim, I'm like, Tim does that, but it it makes you casual. It you can't be like super like high energy crazy if you have a hand in your pocket or if you have yeah. something else. So you might require yourself to do that or you might just in your head say, I'm just going to turn it down back. a little bit. Yeah. And, and rev it up if I need to. Yeah. And, then, and, and then as the set goes on, you'll feel the moments. The climb, you'll yeah. ride the wave basically. But 
That's See, I get freaked out about touching the mic stand because the club owner told me um, it's a bad habit. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't. I don't. I shouldn't. Do it. What did the club owner tell you? What did the club owner tell you? They said I looked like an amateur touching the mic stand. What were, what well, were you Bird doing? Uh, what do you, I was doing a set. I, I don't understand. No, what were you doing touching the mic stand? What were you doing? I don't even remember. This was like three years ago. There's an amateur well, I don't remember way why. to do it. I don't. I there is, don't even look at an it anymore. I just move it out of my way. I don't. I don't trust club owners. Yeah. Uh, I when trust, you see, uh, I trust older, older comedians telling me stuff like that. I don't trust club owners. When you see Bill Burr lean on the mic stand, he's like the guy next yeah. to you at the bar, and that's kind yeah. of how I, I lean on my. Yeah. I lean on mic stands. I do that too. too. I was doing it last huh. night. I lean yeah. on mic stands. And that's a small put stage. Put it up underneath my arm and lean on it. Usually in a small stage. Bill place. Burr does. I don't really room. do it on large stage. Uh. But, yeah, he's but, uh, he's beyond me with that. I don't really do it much in big rooms. I do it a lot in small rooms, or I'll hold it in my hand and I'll move it around. Yeah, well, the holding in the hand—I think there's a there's an element of that where there's an amateurish way to do it. It's it's almost like people. I call it uh, working the gear shift. Like <laughs> yeah. they're just all their nervous, all their around. nervous energy is going into this moving the mic stand around, and it's uh. like some people don't use the mic stand; they have their hand on the cord and they're like flicking the cord fl- around. Yeah. So that can look amateurish, but leaning on the mic stand, the advice that I got, which Eddie Brill told me, who used to book the Letterman show, yeah, was that when you have your arm on the mic stand and you're leaning on it, that half of your body has stopped performing. Huh, that's so interesting. So he's like, so anyone, if you have a, a, a stage where the crowd kind of wraps around you, anyone to that side of you isn't really seeing, they're just seeing like yeah. your elbow. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that makes sense. Now- but here's the thing about the that is that in a in a small room though in it a makes small it audience it makes it better. It's like the hand in the pocket because that that forces you to bring your energy down. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, half of you is not performing. Well, I don't need a hundred percent of me performing right now. I only need fifty percent. Right, and like, that's you know because if I give these people a hundred percent. Now I'm Frankie French and I'm bowling them over. Yeah, it's too much you know? for them. It's it's too overpowering. And not just Frankie French. There's a lot of comics I know who just blaze through people. And I'm like, yeah, great, big room. You want to you want to rein that back a little bit? Hmm. Yeah, but that's just in this small in yeah, this it's a small, small room, room versus a big room. And it's it's sometimes you're in a big room though because the skill transfers and that crowd in the big room for whatever reason is acting like a small room crowd. Right. Like, I have this gear now. I'll go into that gear. And I'll yeah. bring them up. You got to bring them walk to them what up you to want. that. Yeah, yeah, walk them up to that. And Andy, like, where are we at? Uh, Fifty-six minutes. Oh, we got to stop this. Yeah. Stop this comedy talk. You want to talk about Bobby Bowden right quick? This motherfucker. Bobby Bowden, eighty-seven-year-old. Uh, Bobby. <laughs> How Bowden, old is he? Eighty-seven, I think. Jesus. What did old Bobby first do? First of all, he's first the of all, coach of Florida at the State. Video, he looks horrific. Yeah. He's coached Florida State years ago in some of their glory days. Let me see his picture. And uh, this is him, I think, when he was coaching. Look at the okay. still. Look at the no, but look at the still of him underneath that, where he's talking. That's him now. Like, oh, he's he's in his mid eighties, late eighties. Um, and I actually watched the video, and you know, it does sound like he's kind of half joking, but he said, um. Well, I'll read the article. Former Florida State coach Bobby Bowden had an interesting appearance Wednesday on ESPN's Mike and Mike. Bowden brought up the topic of athletes not having fathers. What? Which is something that will always... (laughs) Yeah, why is that a topic? (laughs) Something that will always draw a reaction. Just look at George Carl. Bowden said he started noticing this trend later in his head coaching career, which ran from 1976 to 2009. During my last days at Florida State, (laughs) <laughs> 65 to 70% of my boys did not have a daddy at home. 
Just pulling that number out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of his ass, right? Just yeah. clean out of his depends. Well, he was a coach yeah. for like 40 years. Maybe he's... he's, he's Eyeballed saying, it. Yeah. They're raised by mamas. Thank God <laughs> for them mamas. Or grandmamas. Or big sister or aunt. But where's the man? A boy needs a male figure, and the girls do too. Somebody to discipline them and make them be a man. <laughs> Except for the girls, I guess. I used to kid about this. They grew up wanting to be like their mama. They wanted they want to be a man like their mama. That's why they wear earrings. <laughs> what? Uh, he added later that he was joking, but he said in that quote, "I used to kid about this." So that was like one of his go-to, like, "Oh, you just trying to be like your mama, wearing <laughs> earrings." Yeah. And then uh, Twitter was like, "Well, fuck you." Can you believe that people still think like that about earrings? Actually, yes. Yes, I can absolutely believe that. But people still think like that about earrings. In the meantime, all your athletic heroes wear earrings. Yeah. <laughs> and literally all of them wear earrings. <laughs> all, all of them. Particularly all the black ones wear earrings. <laughs> yeah. But they uh, and a lot of them have fathers. What? Or strong male presence or strong male black presence in their lives. Jordan wear earrings. Weirdly, he had a father that he was very close to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't trying to be like a, maybe his father was trying to be like his mother. Oh Lord. Maybe. So, and so Jordan passed. He got, got that effeminate maybe. thing from his father trying to be like Jordan's grandmother. <laughs> What always kills me about thinking like this is that when you start to apply critical thinking to it, it breaks down so quickly. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. then leads me to the next thing of it's like, why didn't you apply any? How did you get that? How did you make that connection in your mind? How did you leap right around critical thinking and make that connection in your mind? Because guys that wear earrings that? are sissies. How'd you do that? <laughs> well, see, and and he was saying I used to kid about this. So it was probably something where like it would just be like a funny little joke, Rousing like, in the like someone calling right. you white boy or something. Like it's just a joke right. that should stay in the Maybe. environment. Uh, it stay in the locker room kind of thing. Like this is locker room talk. I mean, I remember you know when I was a kid, it was like if you have an earring in your left ear, you're straight. Right. If it's right, yeah, is it wasn't yeah. the right ear. I think left Which was, was the stupid. straight ear. But, uh, but I don't remember ear. that. It was the left ear. You know how I know that? I have two holes in my left ear. Yeah. That's how I know. The right ear. Uh, the, the right ear is the gay ear. So ridiculous. Yay. So. <laughs> So there was like, yes. Yeah, sometimes you would joke, like you, your friend gets an earring, like, oh, what are you gay? Ha ha ha. Are you trying to be a girl? Like, if he was joking like that, I guess we've all made jokes like that. Yes. So, but I, who knows? I mean, he's an 87-year-old dude who is is literally drawing a line back to, you know, their mamas and their aunts and their sisters and yeah. and you need a man around. Right. So it seems like more than just a joke. He's he's building a philosophy around this. <laughs> Someone's going right. to discipline you or are you trying to be like your mama? And so it's more than just, oh, you gay. You know, or you try to be Stop a girl. Stop being yeah. sissified. Stupid girl. We try to be a girl. You sissy. Because on you football sissy. teams, that's a, that's a... back then, especially the 70s and 80s and even the 90s, like, you know, that would be part of the motivating insult would be like, oh, you're playing like a girl out there. Right. You run around like a girl. You throw like a girl. And so that extends to you're dressed like a girl. Right. You have the jewelry of a girl on and on and on. So, you know, maybe if you go benefit of the doubt, maybe... <laughs> A woman told me that when I first started wearing an earring. Yeah. She told me that uh, you're taking on firmaments of woman. And I was like, bitch, what? you work at Wendy's. Oh, that's probably <laughs> the best comeback I've we're ever heard in, of anything. We're in a fucking Wendy's together. I yeah. don't care what you think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not only do you work at Wendy's, you're like 42. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Ouch. 19. <laughs> 19. Yeah. Whatever you have to say doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the only person whose opinion mattered to me was my father's. Now give this burger and to that Dad didn't boy. even. Yeah. <laughs> dad didn't even really matter that much. I remember I got my ear pierced and I came home. My dad was like, oh, it's all right. It looks good. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't ask him going into it. <laughs> that, well, you're an adult. Do what you want to do. You know? That didn't happen. He was like, oh, it's pretty good. Well, like, when, like I worked, uh, when I worked at Pizza Hut, which you know wasn't that long. It was like the late 90s, early 2000s. They had rules that were very antiquated. They had the earring. So did, so did Wendy's. You couldn't have a pair. A man could not have a an earring both ears in pierced? each ear. He couldn't really? have both ears. Yeah. Yeah. What? So that's one how of, Wendy's was. I feel like that's not legal. One of the managers actually found <laughs> It's not found now. A, no. But Trump's America might become legal again. This, oh, this manager right found now. a loophole because it was like you can't have a pair of earrings in, in both ears. So he got two Too earrings mismatching. in one ear. He got two in one ear. <laughs> so Because it, 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 it said both each ear can have earrings. So he was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just get two. So, oh, uh, I beat the system. <laughs> but you couldn't have, um, other than a mustache, you couldn't have facial hair. Really? Yeah. So, again, it's like 1970s cop so shit. Or yeah. the Yankees. Uh, you couldn't it's have... It's got to be a porn stash. Only yeah. porn stashes. That's why a lot of like fast food managers used to have the fucking porn stash. That's all <laughs> they were allowed to grow. You couldn't have visible tattoos as an employee of Pizza Hut oh, wow. in like the early 2000s. And then they finally changed the rule around that time to allow, oh, you can grow a goatee, okay, and you can have earrings if you want. Like, But they were 20 years late on that. The rest That's of society crazy. had gotten over the stigma of yeah, tattoos yeah. and earrings way before that. But they had this old rule. So you had all these managers with mustaches walking around <laughs> oh, and two earrings in one ear <laughs> congratulating themselves. Like, uh, guess what I figured out? <laughs> yeah, I got two earrings. Take that, Pizza Hut. <laughs> That is hilarious. It's it's always weirdly fast food spots because they yeah. have this thing of well, I don't want the I don't want the public to see blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Fast food and are the you, New York Yankees. Yeah, like, are you fucking serious? I'm not taking these earrings off. When I was working at Wendy's, they used to make me cover it with a bandaid. Shut um, up, because yeah. that doesn't look worse. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have band aids on your ear, sir? <laughs> is your right, ear randomly right. bleeding? Right. Yeah, your your ear. Something wrong with your ear? Is your? Am I gonna find your ear in my burger? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, they should be covered with an earring. It was so fucking stupid, and it's always some. It's always wrapped up in some religious bullshit. That's all it is. It's always wrapped up in some religious bullshit of. Well, in the Bible it says men shouldn't take off firmaments of women. Really, what's a firmament of woman? Tell me what that is. Right. Because men have men have been wearing earrings since I don't know the dawn of fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, tell me what that is. I got three holes in my head, <laughs> three <laughs> pierced holes in my ears. I wear earrings. I don't know what to tell you. Gay? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually had a um, one of my wife's friend's son said to me one time that he was like, "Oh, only only uh, girls wear earrings." And I had that moment in my head was like, "Well, he's parroting back what his parents tell him." Yeah. Should I go along with what their parents say, or should I tell him some truth? real shit? Yeah. And I just gave him the real shit. I was like, "Do I look like a girl?" <laughs> No, I said. Well, then, all, clearly, only girls, boys wear earrings too. Yeah. And In your face. <laughs> now he's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> now he's stuck. 
only girls were A-Race. Like, well, do I look like a girl? <laughs> are we going to talk about um, Steve Martin? What? Oh, that's just stupid. It is stupid. That's just stupid. That's that's liberal white people. What's more, Steve yes. Martin. Steve Martin put out a text when Carrie Fisher, his friend, died, saying that when he met her, he thought she was the most beautiful creature he had ever seen. And then, as he talked to her, he realized how smart and funny she was. And liberal white people went crazy. How dare he call her a beautiful creature? She didn't like being referred to as beautiful. Okay, first of all, you don't know Carrie Fisher. That's the first thing. (laughs) He does. You don't. That's the first thing. Secondly, and I had this discussion with another woman. When a man meets you, women, and I'm tired of women, and it's always young girls too, because grown women understand this. It's always some young girl. When a man meets you, I don't give a fuck how smart you are. I really don't. That's yeah. That's that's not why I walked over and started talking to you. It ain't it ain't just smart. And I wasn't looking, being <laughs> like, hey, does she got the New York Times in her bag? I'm not looking at that. Right. <laughs> I'm looking at how attractive physically you are to me. Are you the things that I like physically? But that's Every everyone. Women do this. the same thing, though. When I meet a guy, but, but women act like they don't do that. Oh, please, come that's on. Yeah, bu- we do. That's the bullshit. That's Me and my girlfriends bullshit. will stand around and we ogle men just as much as they do it to us. I'm like, mm, look at that sweet piece. We do it. Right. You yeah. Know? But that's not that bullshit. it's right, but there's we no do power it. structure behind like we, it. Though. No, no, no. There's Here's not. the thing, Frankie. <laughs> it's neither right nor wrong. It is. It's what just it an is. is. Right. It's exactly. It's, it's a thing that is. It is. And any that's girl that says do. she doesn't do that is a fat liar. <laughs> so when I get close to you <laughs> and I fat. start talking yeah, to you. I realize how yeah. that sounded when I have tried to say yeah. it. Fat liar. <laughs> She's overweight fat. and she can't tell the truth. <laughs> if as you start to talk and I'm like, oh shit, she's smart too? What? Now I'm really uh, There you go. If I'm a man who appreciates intelligence, if I'm a man who's turned off by intelligence, I might be like, I don't want to talk to this girl. She's too smart. There right. are men who are turned off by intelligence, but that's not the majority. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You're turned on. There are really smart guys who are turned off by intelligent women. There are really it's unintelligent so guys who are turned on by smart women. You like what you like. Some you know, of it is they, it, they get, it gives you what you need. You're right. getting what yeah. you need. They might get intellectual stimulation from other parts yeah. of their lives. Right. And, and they just want someone who's got a silly side to them. Right. You know? Right. And, I can do right. that. They you might get have, what you need. Yeah. You know, what What it is that you need out of this. And, and God bless you for finding the person who gives you what you need. <laughs> you know, this is what I need. What I don't like it. And it's always fucking liberal ass white girls. Who are always caught up in this thing of, of uh, well, you have to like me. Just you, you're not respecting the fact that I'm smart. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the man. white girls Come were on. very upset on my Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're I gonna be. Yeah. I got called I a racist that. and like all kinds of stuff. You got called was, a racist? Yes, this of girl course. told me on that, that thread. Was racist. Yeah, I don't, I I didn't remember that part. I saw that thread. Yeah, she was the, the drama. Yeah, I was just like, I'm yeah. not a racist. I meant to. I didn't get. I got. I was sick the following I day, do, so I, I never I really do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't really address it, but someone else went on and said um someone said this isn't your fight to someone we all know and uh mm-hmm. this person responded with every fight is my fight i saw that i was oh like that God. is the epitome of, all, of a white no, girl entitlement like cut it out every fight you're not doing that 
No, but okay. stop it. Do Every you fight is your do fight. You have your safety pin on, do you? Right. <laughs> Shut your face up. Shut Did you up. go to HBCU? No, you wouldn't even think of doing that shit, would you? you right. Exactly. Well, see, my point <laughs> when I made the post was just that it's so easy for white women to get upset over being called beautiful, being looked at as beautiful. Right. Women of color don't, you know, we're fighting to be seen as human. <laughs> Let alone, right. beautiful, you know what I mean. Right. Let alone yeah, beautiful. Yeah. That was kind of the point of the right. post. So, as how, a woman of color, you want to be seen as something beyond, <laughs> beyond the definition that's applied to you. Oh, right. Asian women are right. subservient. Exactly. Latino exactly. women are are hot and spicy. Black women are angry. You want to exactly. be seen beyond, See beyond that. that? You know what I mean. So you know, you know, I was making that parallel, and I'm a and I'm a man saying this. So why is it that I'm able to connect to these see dots that? So right, easily? right. But it's <laughs> easy. And a woman to, yeah. can't collect these exactly. Dots. And it's easy to say, well, how dare you say she was beautiful when well, that's never an issue for you, right? You know? And let me tell you something. The first time Steve Martin met her he was like wow that woo. what that <laughs> mouth do though he was That's being all honest he was thinking yeah but yeah, i thought it was exactly. sweet i thought it was endearing i thought he added it a little humor sweet. in there like i just thought it was such a beautiful thing when i saw his tweet initially i was like ah oh, so heartwarming. Well, oh. the the thing about like sweet. every fight is my fight or you should pick your battles or whatever. That's a, a lot of that is um i want to be the important one. Yeah. I want to be at the forefront. Right. I want my voice to be heard. So it's like, well, are you overshadowing something else, another nuanced part of the conversation? Right. Or are you building this up to be a bigger issue so that you can say I'm a fighter? Right. You know, so it's a lot of that is the self-interest, the selfishness that comes with that, which is like, make it about me. Right. You know, I'm going to bang the drum loudest. Right. For all. Yeah. yeah. I yell the loudest. Right. Well, maybe, right. You, sh- maybe you should try Bringing that thirst down the floor. Turn that thirst yeah, down. Turn right. down your thirst knob. Turn your thirst down. <laughs> and, and turn your thirst I'd love to turn you. down your thirst. Yeah. Turn, turn down your thirst yeah. is amazing. Turn, turn your down thirst your thirst. Down. And see what happens. Turn and, it down. And maybe you'll get to listen and hear and, and just let someone else talk sometimes and say, well, it's not an issue for me. But whatever. I mean, I'm not that person who knows they have their own mm-hmm. they have their own point of view, obviously. Right. But it's like you can right. you can just sit out. Sometimes you sometimes. can't just sit out. Sometimes, for and, sure. right, right, and you don't get to tell this man how he feels about Not his friends. Yeah, you can't. His you don't get to friend. do that. You don't get to tell him that. Furthermore, look at his past. Does he have this weird thing of of doing things that you would deem wrong? Right, over sexualizing no, women or whatever. I've no. never heard that about. I've never heard that said about Steve Martin. Steve Martin was with a woman who became gay and, and divorced him. Mm, okay and i've never heard him say anything bad about her what was she wearing earrings (laughs) no i think she didn't wear earrings that was a problem (laughs) she had a a flannel shirt on (laughs) probably stupid gay (laughs) gay she drove a rav ford gay (laughs) (laughs) have you guys seen pop star you seen the movie pop star no (laughs) okay get your lives together it's andy samberg and it's oh right off the bat that's why I would I would walk right by that moment. Oh my god! Like, why the, the latest Jason Bourne movie? Which, by the way, you don't need to see. I know. I Jason tried to watch Bourne it. Movie no, 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 no. Is bad. No, Pop Star <laughs> is like Julia Stiles still looks good. I was surprised. True, like, oh, she does. Hey, wait a minute! Julia's don't comment great. on her looks. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Damn you, Randolph. Sorry. Terrence. Sorry. You and your objectification <laughs> of all women. Julia Stiles was the go-to white girl. 
for brothers and for, for a, long a long time, time yeah. So that's for she a long was the time. Go-to for a long time. It's like oh, I kind of like Julia Stiles. Now it's the girl from Jessica Jones. Oh, it <laughs> is totally is. Well, that's Luke so Cage funny. put it down on her, so she became. It was like that thing of well, she's white, but she's not white, white. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she ain't January Jones. She's Jessica Jones. That's two different things. That is so <laughs> two funny. different levels of white. <laughs> you know, became the go- but I guess I shouldn't talk about that because I'm objective. Well, yeah, this is this is uh, you're never gonna learn. Sometimes people we think people are hot. We can say that. I feel like I'm gonna say it. Trust me, I'm gonna say it about men. I'm gonna say it about women. I can say it as much as I want to. And I get the I baggage like. that sometimes that's all the people, that's the only value people hold in women is their looks. But that's to me a case by case thing. That's a case and by I know case. That it's right. it's, it's kind of, I mean, I know that there's a power structure that uh, prioritizes a woman's looks above any other right. characteristic she has. And it's kind of like, you know, saying, oh, I've had racism done to me as a white guy and then not <laughs> acknowledging the power structure right. against people of color. I get all that, and I think sometimes there are just things that are innocuous. And I think right. Steve Martin's thing was not. It was not that. You know, part of the momentum of the power no. structure of sexism. I think no, it's no, just no. right. A, it's just go a, back and look at Steve Martin's history. Look at the things he said. Just read the tweet. And know that he was friends with Carrie Fisher. He's just writing a sweet thing about his friend. No. That's all he's doing. I wish he's nobody also hadn't have deleted how he felt. I wish I he hadn't have deleted it. I really wish he had. Steve Martin. Taken here's the thing: Steve Martin is not about that life. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. He's deleted he's tweets not. before. He's gotten in trouble once. I don't even fault him for, for that. that. Saint, simple, innocuous shit. Simple. Yeah, I don't even fault him for that. He's not about that life, and not everybody is about that life. And if and if you ain't about that life, don't be trying to engage because you're not going to do it good. But if you're about that life, you'll know what to do when something like that happens. So I mean, he's doing he's doing yeah. for him. Yeah. Right. What, no, I agree. I mean, that's true. I'd have been like, I'd have been like, hey, fuck you. Just, <laughs> that's just, that's, that's DL Hughley level that, savage. DL doesn't give stayed. any shiz. Yeah. He just says what he wants DL's to say. DL's about that life. DL's oh, he's about all that about that life. That life. <laughs> Whatever you want to do is fine with me. <laughs> Let's do this shit. Yeah. I'm not even saying I agree with DL on no. the shit he says. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's about that life, and he's like, fine. Let's go ahead and do this shit. You, well, you know want to do this? I'm, I'm okay with that. Because DL got in trouble for a tweet also. About Carrie Fisher, yeah. about black mamas and white mamas or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to pull it yeah, up. Yeah, it was a super trust. It was a super tweet. He said, Debbie Reynolds I didn't, died. I didn't care for it. Debbie Reynolds died a day after her daughter did. Black mamas don't die. Uh... Black mamas don't die because they kids do. They cry and say, "God, don't make no mistakes." Now, yeah. okay, picture yeah, picture D.L. Hewley saying that into a microphone on stage, right. and that's just right. a classic like wrong but funny joke, and right. he's gonna get laughed. Right. I, if you right. read that as stand up comedy, that's fine. It right. reads like a bit right. that he would do. Right. You know, let that be a black person versus a white person, and then just throw in a black mother just gonna say, "God, don't make mistakes." Now. The thing is, if that's why I didn't have much of a problem with it. I was like, it sounds like his act. It sounds like it one does of those sound kind very, of yeah, for wrong sure. but funny mm-hmm. moments. But we always, like, when, when your friend or your relative at uh, Thanksgiving says, do some of your comedy skits. And you're like, this is... <laughs> you're like, you don't no. want to hear this. You're like, no, you're like, this <laughs> is... Y'all ain't about this life. Right. Well, no, <laughs> you're, you're like, you're like this, is, this is not... Trust me, this is not a good environment. If I did my jokes, it wouldn't be funny here at the dinner right, table. This, yeah. You have to be in a comedy club. It doesn't work here. Trust me, it's not funny so here. So Twitter's kind of like the dinner table. T- t- people saying. need to start realizing that Twitter is one of those. Trust me, this only works in a comedy club. Right. 
things. You can't just throw your jokes out there on Twitter as though you would on stage. Mm-hmm. Picture D.L. Hewley saying that into a microphone. Hilarious, yeah. It's just a bit in his act. Yeah. And you might even get groans, but the crowd's not going to hate him. He's not going to have, it's not going to be controversial. There's right. not going to be a tweet storm after. Right, right. But it's just like the dinner table or the job. Hey, do your jokes. No. No, no. trust me, it's not funny here. I've been asked that so many times when I was, do, do like some student. No, yeah, no, no, I'm not doing that. But Twitter is is just like that. It, the context of stand-up comedy is gone. And so people read it as a serious thought. Mm-hmm. And, and they like, oh my God, how could he say that? Right. If you write out my act and put it out there, you're going to have a lot of oh my God moments. Right. And all Agreed. of our acts. If you isolate things that we've said... Uh, Randolph just flushed the toilet. Um, yeah, if you, yeah. I put y'all on mute while I was. No, that did not work. We heard the flush. Yeah, we, we heard. heard the flush. Yeah. But I, un, I unmuted it because I was playing with it. Yeah. And I went to Premature unmute. <laughs> yeah, is, is uh, the name of this podcast. <laughs> but uh, but like you know, it's just like that moment <laughs> on Twitter. You need to check that if you're yeah. a comic. Like you don't don't give your jokes out on Twitter. Right. You don't have to. Right. Again, sit this one out. Right. It's okay. Turn your thirst down. And a lot of comics have to realize that the reason they get such backlash on social media from Facebook posts, from Twitter posts, is because it's not a comedy club. Right. Just as yeah, you tell I people said, in the office, this is, doesn't work in here, you need to tell yourself this doesn't on work Facebook, in this, medium, yeah. this doesn't yeah. work. And people are going to mischaracterize what I said or misinterpret it, and they're going to attach all this other shit to it. Mm-hmm. And let me just fucking walk away from it. I don't have to I post. said something similar to that on Ayana on a post Ayana Dukey put up. I said something very similar to that where yeah. I said that comedy to learn how to, to pull back. You what you're saying is not you're you're putting stuff out for civilians to, to hear. And yeah. civilians don't hear it the way we say it. But I think a lot save of the it, problems save it and take it to the stage. What he wants to do is he wants to let me throw this shit out here and then I'll see it and I'll take it to the stage later. Yeah. Just just take it to the stage. Some and people it'll go do that, fine. yeah. They use it as their sounding board to then sounding board. Do I do that. I think more yeah. so than a lot ideas, of but some I don't. A lot of comics do it to get the joke out first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is my I social media first. copyright. It's time stamp. Yeah. Also, you need to stop thinking about that. I feel as comedians we're worried about, well, somebody else said this, so now I can't say this. There's too many avenues right. now yeah. for people to say stuff. Yep. Just yeah. say what you say. I agree. And then if and I still am on the on the opinion that once somebody takes something to television, but even that's kind of tough now because there's so many avenues of television. Right. You're just going to have to be righteous and know when something is is too much like somebody else's stuff. And like I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. You're just going to have to be righteous now. I do that. I do that all the time, and you're just gonna have to be righteous and be like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do this. I just won't do this because, but, but somebody's so worried about it. I gotta get into the stage. There's too many avenues now, there's too many streams, there's too many ways for people to put stuff up, yeah. get stuff out. You can't worry about that anymore. Just do what you do, ladies. Ladies, I'm doing something over here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are getting a little loud for you me. You try to put them on mute. Yeah, <laughs> mute, they got a mute button. Mute these little girls. <laughs> uh, we're an hour twenty in, by the way. Maybe we should. This start. is actually went yeah. went longer than I thought it would. Yeah. Frankie, you got something. Frankie has a show. I do have the a show. The sun is on our end. The sun is, is, is out still here. Going on yours? The sun's out there. It's cold, but the sun is out. It's twenty four. Yeah. I wouldn't have made it out. down there. And are you going to make it through tonight? I'm not I don't sure. See why you wouldn't? Uh, well, my wife has birthday stuff. I don't stuff. worry about. It. 
My wife has oh, birthday well, stuff going on, it. but I'm not sure what her exact schedule is. Don't um, worry about it. I'll be there. But uh, I'll, Where are you going? Oh, she's got birthday stuff she didn't include she, you in? No, she has friends coming over, but like the dog gets kind of crazy, so I might just hang out here so, you know, just to be, just to yeah. take care of the house while she's, she's going yeah, out with her yeah. friends and then coming back here. So I don't know what their yeah. timetable yeah. is. Draft house is late, so I might get there. Yeah, it's late. What's All right, people, well, listen. Do I? What's no, happening? Just a show. Oh. Oh, the, oh, my. Just a show. Oh, the regular show. The okay. Regular it's a show. Come on through, Frankie. You're yeah, I think I'm going to come. Well, yeah, when I leave yeah. there, I'm going to come straight to Draft House. I haven't seen you in a while, so come on through. Listen, people, thanks so much. Uh, I've been running around doing sets all weekend. I want to thank anybody who came out. I got a good one in last night. At, um, shout out to Jack Coleman. I got a good one. Oh, nice. There's stuff hey, inside Jack. that coat pocket oh, yeah, that I, I need. I was going to ask you about that show. We'll talk off. off on mind. the inside pocket. Uh, yeah. So I want to thank people and um, come see me tonight. Yeah, come see tonight. me tonight and Frankie will be opening. I will. Come see yeah. us tonight. Draft House. Go to drafthouse.com, Andy. Drafthousecomedy.com. Drafthousecomedy.com. Yes. Go to the website. Uh, it's in D.C. Uh, drafthousecomedy.com. Come, yeah. come see, man. Come see. I need y'all. I need y'all. Tonight, uh, D.C., 7 p.m. Come on through. Come on through. Buy your tickets. Come on through. Don't come asking me to get in free because it ain't going to happen. Come on through. Yeah, don't do come that. on through. Come on through. You hey, ain't uh, married to me. Love your I don't, podcast. I don't uh, lay in a bed with you at night. Uh, I don't wake up to you in the morning, so probably not going to happen for you. Right. Let me just say it like that. <laughs> Let me say it like that. Anybody else got anything? Uh, well, I'll do the short list. Next week on the 21st, I'll be at the DC Improv Lounge opening for the great Jeff Maurer, who is a writer for John Oliver, who's a, from DC, uh, kind of uh, back in town to headline the Improv Lounge. Uh, so it should be a, a good night. That's January 21st. There you go. Next week. So start getting your tickets for that. DCimprov.com. So January. By the way, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Frank. No, no, go no. Ahead. January 14th for me. I'm doing the comedy kumite also at the DC Improv. So please get tickets and come out and support that. Yeah. And then I'm also doing one of the what a jokes. Actually, two of the what a jokes, or yeah, what a jokes. One at Beer Baron for Don't Block the Box yeah. on the 20th, and then one at Auto Bar in uh, Baltimore for expert of nothing oh you podcast. know what also tonight, and i'm uh what a joke on the 19th at beer baron the 12th tonight the day before the inauguration i am nice. at 50 first jokes at beer baron which is oh like, nice yeah, so i didn't realize i was on the yeah. same night as randolph's thing so you it's the choose. same night they asked it's funny you should say that they asked me to do that and yeah, i was like no, i'm already i'm already doing something yeah i did it last year it's cool so. it's 50 comics doing uh, a brand new joke each stop talking about it um, you y'all come to see Randolph. Yeah. Stop yes. talking about it, Andy. Yeah, my bad. I mean, it's cool. They'll all promote it, so I don't have to. It's so, cool. Yeah, it's cool. Stop it's fine. You want to see me do two minutes or Randolph do an hour? It's up to you. Yeah. Two brand yeah. new minutes at that. Yeah. I'm gonna read so Dion Mueller's tweets. There you go. <laughs> uh, what else? And the fifty and the and the funny. What's the name of the show? And uh, Frankie. Uh, what a what? joke. What a joke. Yeah. And I'm on that on 19th at Beer Baron yep. in D.C. And that looks like a good show. So yeah, those look really very, fun. I'm pretty excited yeah, about this. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to stand up there and stand and deliver about the fucking madman. But most importantly, um, it's tonight at D.C. Draft House. That's the most important. Yeah, yes, Draft House come see us at D.C. Draft House. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks so much, people, for coming in with us. Be sure. Hey, 
review us on Stitcher and iTunes in 2017. Make that a make that a resolution for 2017. Drop us a review every now and then. We still need y'all on this shit. Uh, also, start tweeting at Popeyes about three guys on. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Our just, thirst just is on nine that. for that one. Just <laughs> yeah. do that. Popeyes would be a big. God, can you stop saying Popeyes? Popeyes? I want some so bad right uh-huh. now. I know. Jesus I had some yesterday. It's not I even funny. I worked out really hard. Yeah, I worked out really hard yesterday, and I was like, "Roar myself with some Popeyes." Yeah, <laughs> I almost, I almost had. To, I was walking through a food court. I was like, "I better not." <laughs> so I went to the bourbon chicken so spot bad. instead. Stop and got Papa Burber. But you can't ever go wrong with bourbon chicken. Oh, that's good. They, they give you the sample as you're already in line. It's like I've yeah, already, yeah. I've they already get chosen. you with them. Too. They get you with them toothpicks. But I've already like, chosen I, it. They're like, here. I'm like, yeah. I already, I've, I'm, I'm coming here. here anyway. I'm already. I'm ordering. Yeah. yeah. Stop interrupting like, my order. Just, just take it. And you're like, okay, <laughs> all right, lady. <laughs> and you take it. So y'all come on through on uh, Monday. We'll be back here. We'll be back for you guys. We want to thank you guys so much for listening to us. Hey, 2017. Listen, uh, CMB, we we all we got. Shit's, shit's, about, shit's about to get real in 2017. That's hilarious, CMB. We all we got, so we got to stick together on this one, all right? Stick together. So if you've got a black podcast that you like, listen to it and support it, and rate them on Stitcher and iTunes. We all need it. Rate us. We all need it. Any podcast you like, Rated on Stitcher and iTunes. We all need it. Start or with three guys it. on and go out. You can also do yeah. that. I don't care what you do. Just give them a rating. Yeah. Okay? We need it. We need it. CMB, baby. We all we got. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Frankie French. And this is More Pickles and Jars. Yeah, it is. More Pickles and Jars. Three guys on. We are out. Thank y'all. Thank y'all.